Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk the science of perfection, the pickle juice cure, and more with Kickboxer Retaliation star Alain Moussi. Stay tuned. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. Back, another edition of an action-packed Fit Club with our, our great star, Alan Lucy. Glad to have you, man. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. <laughs> Excited for a good episode. Absolutely. Uh, as always, guys, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Hey, guys, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Hey, you can find me at Alain Moussi and uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and Alain Moussi Official on Facebook. Hey, man. Well, we are so excited to have you. Uh, you got this new movie coming out, Kickboxer Retaliation, um, a reboot of the, the original Kickboxer with Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, a childhood, uh, someone you looked up to in your childhood, huh? Absolutely, man. It's awesome. It's just uh, it's a dream come true for me. Yeah, this must be an amazing time and moment for you, huh? Yeah. Well, listen, we're, the release is coming. We just had a red carpet event a uh, few, actually, last week in nice. L.A., and it was a huge success. Just incredible energy, and the audience reactions were incredible. So that's oh, all I can man, hope man. for. Yeah, we got to talk about that more. But before we get there, we got a couple of stories uh, for our viewers here. Um, the first one I thought was so interesting. We talked about the pursuit of perfection. Um, and it looks like Tom Curran, he's a social psychologist, has been studying this. And it looks like over time, about 33% of, uh, there's been a 33% rise in our pursuit of perfection or the way we view that. And there's a real danger in whether or not that can help because it can motivate you or it can be, it can actually lead to some um, increased um, instances of depression and anxiety. Um, how have you dealt with that pursuit? Because obviously a little kid wants to be like Jean-Claude Van Damme and you've made it. You had some of that, that in you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I, I, think, um, I think it's important to have the pursuit of perfection. Obviously, you want to improve all the time, but you have to look at it as wanting to improve and bettering yourself from one step to the next. And I yeah. think that would be the main thing. And eventually, be as much of an expert in whatever you're doing as you can. Yeah. Um, for me, it was martial arts taught me that a lot. I mean, because you start as a white belt, your goal is to get a, a black belt. Yeah. If I was hoping within the first three months to be at the level of that black belt, I would be depressed. Yeah. It would not work. So the <clears> idea, I think, is short-term goals. A lot of people, they, they have these long-term goals. And if they're not attained within a very, very short period of time, that's when they get, they get depressed. I think to break things, long-term goals and short-term goals, you have many successes. Yeah. And you can celebrate those successes. Successes. Whoa. Any way you want to celebrate that is your choice. I mean, whatever works for you. But, it, you know, and the idea is to feel good about every single step you're going through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the, the thing with that is you have um, people, even in the small steps, they want to do that, those steps to perfection. Yeah. And that's, and that's it's, not, it's not attainable. Like at the, at the end of the day, you have to realize that you are your own individual and everybody, no matter who you are, makes mistakes. Absolutely. And even though you might see this person on television, whatever, and you might not see the stuff that they do, or even if you take social media, because I think they talked about social media yeah. in the article, you take, take social media and you're seeing this person do everything to perfection on social media for 60 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You're forgetting that they edit stuff. They might have done it a hundred times before they posted it. So all these things that you don't get to see. So it's just kind of like it does It does cause um, those type of stuff. And I think with people who – I experienced this a lot being a first generation. Um, my parents were both immigrants. Yeah. So you experience that because they, ex- they expect a lot from you. And I think today's society, now everything has gotten so competitive. Yeah. So now like – 
you you would think that a universal a university education is going to help, but it really doesn't matter in some instances. So now everybody's competitive, and the parents are looking at like, okay, there are people who have kids who go to college, and now they're moving back home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how can I make my child push my child to to the point where they're not moving back home? They can do all these other stuff, and parents are pushing their children to that extent. So it's a big it's a big thing. Now yeah. I think one one of the things that causes that is the also um, you see it all the time now in, in soccer teams and hockey teams and whatever sports teams, everybody gets a medal. And I know yeah. that's oh a huge God. controversy. And yeah. I'm like, dude, you need a winner. You need a loser. Yes. But people are trying to avoid losing. And yeah. I'm like, that's how you learn, man. That, exactly. You, you, your failures make you grow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the way it is. Uh, Conor McGregor said this actually many times. But he's like, either I win or I grow. Yeah. Or I yeah. win or I learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge believer in that. I have tons of failures. Actually, yeah. it's funny what you say about social media. I tend to post when I screw things up. I'll be practicing, yeah, yeah. I'll shoot a few videos, and you know, I'll get some cool stuff, some cool kicks and whatever. Right. But then I'll do, I remember this one flip, I was working on this big dummy, and I do this backward flip, and my foot caught on the dummy, so I ended up flipping and falling flat on my back. <laughs> That's the one I posted. Yeah. Why not, you know? And I think people resonate with that, because that happens to everyone. And yeah. Everyone yeah. probably attempting that that many times is going to have a mess up, I of think course. we relate to it. Yeah. yeah so, get rid of that, those participation things. Yeah, yeah no, you, you got to learn how to fail, because what happens, people feel like winners, they don't... You know, in Canada, anyways, people don't get held back in school anymore. So you can't do that. I and mean, a lot of my friends are teachers. They don't get school. held back. They're not allowed to be held back. No, no, no. You what? have to pass the kid. Pass we'll make it up yeah. next time. We'll wow. make it up next time. But then, all these people, these where these kids grow up, and now they get to college where their teachers don't care anymore, mm-hmm. and there's no rules anymore. So then they fail, but they haven't learned how to fail. How to mm-hmm. cope with it. Yeah, yeah how to failure. cope with it. So then they get depressed. Yeah, and that's how it happens. But it has to start young. You have to yeah. learn how to fail and move on. You yeah. know, and grow. And then sometimes you realize that. That might not be for you. So in the in the quest of perfection, say if you want to be, you know, the best doctor or whatever it is, yeah. you know, you have to take all those little steps to get there. But if you realize that from an early age, like, you know, science or whatever is not necessarily your thing. You can get the grade, mm-hmm. but it's not your thing. It doesn't yeah. come as natural for you. Then, you know, instead of the teacher failing you up, you realize, okay, this might not be the thing. Let's, you know, try something else. Of course. Yeah, and that's what the article, I think, um, emphasized would be a solution of some sorts. It's not that you ditch perfection, but you have, you do it more conscientiously and mm-hmm. more diligently. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you're pursuing this one item of perfection, but conscientiously, you know, it will take three years, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want the black belt, but conscientiously, it's going to take this long. So I'll be perfect, perfect in achieving it slowly on the way there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think yeah. you got to appreciate the journey. Yeah. You know, I'm always big on that. You know, you got to have fun on the journey. It's not just about the destination. The yeah. journey is what's the most That's fun, the perfection. You know? It's the journey, right? The journey. Uh, I love that. And I think we had another, oh, this was the next story, um, talking about a long journey. Um, so, you know, Goop, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's got this um, newsletter called Goop. Uh, and I guess, is it sort of like a fitness newsletter for, like, very wealthy individuals or people that can... It's It's one of those things. <laughs> educate me, pl- educate yeah. me, please, because I know nothing Gwyneth about this. Gwyneth Paltrow is one of those people that people love to hate. I got to feel sorry for her because she's really, like, into, she's very, like, a health guru. She's really into health and bettering people. But it's almost like when um, Michelle Obama had her campaign and people are like, well, Michelle, you can't tell us what to eat. Yeah. And she's just giving you options. Yeah. And the thing with Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow in that particular article there, I think one of the main things was, like, the coffee and yeah. Or something like that, and the thing is, yeah, yeah, the thing is that it it feels like in society that we didn't have all these options 200 or 100 years ago. You just like ate 
real food, you know, that didn't have steroids and all this other stuff in it. And then, you know, in the West Indies, we had this plant where you take it and, you know, you you drink it and it makes you kind of, you know, do your your thing. But it was like a plant. But now it's like all these options of, you know, okay, well, you know, you're you're working out, you're doing this. Okay, try this $200, 50, you know. And it it hasn't necessarily been vetted. So like, so people are saying these coffee enemas may not actually help, but I guess it's part of the Gerson therapy. Um, Have you heard of the Gerson therapy? No. So basically you drink raw juices, um, raw diet, coffee enemas, and it's supposed to cure cancer, arthritis, Mm -hmm. heart disease, but there's been no... um, Tons of... There have not been tons of credible evidence. So if there's no data, there's no hard data... I'm wondering, like, okay, so when, where, how can you make those statements? Yeah, so I was going to say, right? how, how do you deal when you, or, or how do you take in the information when you hear about something like this coffee enema and it's being pitched by LA. someone who's reputable mm-hmm. and, you know. We're in L.A. But you well, want every, so everything works, right? That's yeah. all good. You yeah, jump on something, jump on a train, and yeah. then see what happens. And if something's cutting edge, though, you want to be at the forefront. So yeah. how do you distinguish between what you, what you okay. do? Okay, so... For me, and this is, let, yeah. let's say, for me, this works. Yeah. Okay, just for me. You can try it if you want, but for me, this works. I tend to consult people who have done it. I yeah. tend to consult people. So, for example, in my nutrition now, I mean, it's, I consulted a sports nutritionist who works with Olympians and pro athletes. Yeah. He now did my diet script and everything I need to do based on the, the amount of training I'm doing. To me, that was an expert. Yeah. To me, that was something who's dealt with athletes before and knows what they need, whether it's to gain muscle, trim down, to whatever. Yeah. And I need to have the right solution for it. Not <laughs> just look on the net at where, by the way, anybody's an expert. Yeah. And anybody can post anything and or just jump on the next fad that's going on. Yeah. Now, that being said, I've also tried a lot of supplements. I've done, you know, whether it's glutamine and proteins. And yeah. I've jumped from one to the other not knowing anything, not really knowing, yeah. just listening to my buddies. Yeah. And... Today, it's completely different for me. I consult experts who've done it, whether it's in bodybuilding, whether it's in uh, competitive MMA, which is, yeah. you know what I mean? I really try to find experts and who have hard data yeah. about things and then, you know, see how it works for me. And if it does, perfect. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, let it go. Right. Move on. Yeah. But the know? thing, too, like with... With your background, also, if you're an athlete, you can almost afford us as long as it's nothing, you know, illegal. You can almost afford to put something into your body because your body's a fine tuned machine, so yeah. it'll kick it out. Yeah, yeah. But if you're somebody who doesn't necessarily work out all the time, and then you know they want to, you want to try this, you want to try that. There's so many other things on a baseline that you need to check out. So if you're yeah. looking for the three week fix, then maybe it's not necessarily a three week fix that you need. You need something that's going to fix your 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 mental state because yeah. if you're going up and down all the time, it doesn't. Necessarily have to do with the food or the exercise it's like well why are you going up and all, down all the time yeah. mm-hmm. so i think as a in society we're not dealing with you know mental health issues which is a big thing not just in fitness yeah. and that's something that you should truly look at versus you know i want to i need to lose weight in 21 days no yeah. Yeah. see again i don't really you can do that and i've you know people have done it but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's the lasting thing yeah. that's what most people they say i want whether they want to lose weight gain muscle whatever it is mm-hmm. they want it in 21 days mm-hmm. yeah the problem is, it's years in the making. Yeah. And people it's a lifestyle. Re- you know? and, and your diet is actually kind of like one of the things I think is like a risky thing to play with. It's mm-hmm. almost like telling someone this medication has all these side effects. Well, messing up with your diet has all these side effects. Oh as my well. gosh! Absolutely. But people don't think of it in that in those terms. Oh, it's, yeah. it, it's this. Speaking from experience, like I've definitely done like the, the extreme stuff. It's like okay, well, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to do all this and all that, yeah. and. 
as the years we're on, and it's about like two weeks. Okay, I need to drop weight. Cool, I'm good. Yeah. Now it's not taking two weeks. Now yeah. it's going to take six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I'm lucky enough that I have a sports background. I have an athletic background where it's like, okay, you know, I can figure it out, get it together. My body still remembers stuff like that. But if you don't, and you've yeah. been doing this all the time, and you don't have a good baseline to go back to, it's, oh man, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's it's not it's not. And then now you're dealing with depression. Now mm-hmm. you're dealing with all the other things that you're almost trying to get away from. So it's it's uh, the thing with Gwyneth is you love the intention, <laughs> what she's trying to do, yeah. but it's just kind of one of those things where and I definitely I, I would love to see who where all her like where all the hits are coming from because yeah. mm. I have a strong feeling it's like you know definitely L A based and definitely people who have you know more money yeah. to burn on and it should other be things. I think when you take something like her newsletter it should be like here's this now you go research rather right. than yeah. here's this and now go do well nobody's gonna yeah. do that people are not probably even reading the whole well, newsletter no, exactly <laughs> that's that I question a lot of things so yeah. when I see something like that I'm, okay so then let's research and see what's Especially going on especially Gwyneth Paltrow who's got all these resources at her behest which right. she's probably had her entire life so she's gonna look great so you know of course. that oh might not actually be reflective of why she's so such in great shape yeah. now Hey, most of the time, any celebrity is more influential than any expert, yeah. like, oh. like right away, oh, any yeah. days of oh, the yes. week. So, I mean, it's, you know, obviously a lot of people will uh, jump in the back. That Kardashian effect. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> right. That's it. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of uh, some diet, dietary changes, it looks like 77% more um, Americans are adding more protein to their diet. And 58% of those are choosing vegan protein uh, as a result. Well, and, you know, I'm, a, I'm the vegan champion here, so I'm always rooting for that. Uh, I love that stuff. <laughs> You're going to like that one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, apparently, Veganuary is something. I didn't even know Veganuary. People are doing, oh instead of gosh. January, Veganuary really? is a thing. And Man. apparently, the Veganuary signups have been through the roof. Um, throughout your career, you've, had, you've dealt with different diets. Mm-hmm. How did you... Um, how do, like how did you go through that process, and what, how did you eventually settle on what you do now? Okay, so obviously when you, when you I started going to the gym as a as a teenager, and then you hear protein, protein equals chicken and yeah. meat mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? So I grew up doing that, trying to put on weight or whatever it was. When I started doing stunt work, there was the first time I really needed to get trim. Uh, I was doubling Henry Cavill, yeah. and he was ridiculously ripped, yeah. and like had eight abs, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, okay. So I was I was in shape, but not that lean. Yeah. So then I, I consulted. We had um, uh, was a bodybuilding coach, and mm-hmm. he does a lot of different things. But I went on a build, bodybuilding diet mm-hmm. for you know for what is it, two months, eight weeks to start, and then we went through six months. But it was like all uh, protein and veggies. Now what yeah. that meant was meat, protein, and veggies, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and nothing else. No fruit, no sugars, no nothing. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So, but we're training eight hours a day. Yeah. So where'd you get your energy from at some point? So for me, mm-hmm. I would have like definitely I was happy there was apples because then I was like, oh my God, lightheaded and you have apples. And mm-hmm. it sucked for the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like I couldn't wait for, I called it cheat day at the time. I had to call it something different now. But it was yeah. like I get to the cheat day and I go crazy. I'd be like, let's go pizza mm-hmm. and wine and beer and what, whatever I could put yeah, in my body. You're worse shape now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But apparently that what that does when you have one day where you go excessive on whether it's fats or whatever, it actually flushes your system. So yeah. that helps. Yeah. So that was my first experience. When I started working on Kickboxer, I consulted somebody in nutrition, in yeah. sports nutrition and everything. So he, he planned, he said, okay, so when do you train? How much do you train? What do you like to eat? And then he totally scripted. He did a full body comp test yeah. and then scripted something and then showed it to me. And I looked at it and I'm like, okay, where's all the meat protein? That was my first reaction. It was a lot less than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I knew you were going to say that. So it's like, no, what we're going to try to do is fuel you to train 
then work on your recovery, and then we'll taper down with certain protein. But what you're not seeing is because there, there are milk products and there are breads and there are all, there's protein in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're just not seeing it as protein right now. Yeah. So let's try it out and see what happens. So after three weeks, we revisited. I had lost weight about two, three pounds a, a week training. I had so much energy to train. I could train harder, longer than I ever could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was, it was awesome. And I kept on doing that. So instead of trying to do this, you know, crash, three-week crash, I went for a few months gradually. But then what happened is after a shoot, I kept it off. It was, like, it was yeah. so easy. I was like, my you body You wouldn't even, like, rebound and, like, no. just eat a yeah. bunch of crap. Yeah. Man, I used to... <laughs> after a shoot of doing, like, the bodybuilder diet, yeah. you put, you know, start eating a bit more pizza and bread mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God, I was ballooned. You know, yeah. so it, it, this totally changed the way I eat, and I could sustain it all year long. So I have this like eighty twenty split now, yeah. yeah, where I have fun, and I because I you know listen, I'm I'm balanced. I, I can't say I'm like clean every day of right. the year. Yeah. No, no I, I I like having a beer, I like wine, I yeah. like pizza, I like all this, I like ice cream, <laughs> love ice cream. So for me, I needed to find a solution I could sustain all year because mm-hmm. I train all year. I do all that, right? So that was the solution for me. And now, man, I, I have so much control on all this stuff. Yeah. It, it's so nice because I never question going out to restaurants. Yeah. I never yeah. question having fun with my friends. Balance. You know yeah. how to balance it. Exactly. That, that's, that's funny yeah. enough. That's how I became vegan was I started off in bodybuilding and then they put you on this bodybuilding diet and then you look great. And then mm. I was getting depressed afterwards. And the thing is, I still looked good afterwards, but just not as good as I looked on stage. Right. No. And so you just start going, but there's got to be a way to sustain this. Yeah. You know? yeah. So long-term solutions. And the, yeah, I did smoothie diets. And then finally, veganism kind of gave me a balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just definitely, I, I think with the protein push, like you get that through athletics. Yeah. Like even, you know, when I was at Oregon, the dietitian was pushing like, oh, you need, you know, more protein in your diet. You need this, you need that. And, you know, one, you have to realize that all the diets that you see online, first, you know, they're not necessarily experts who are putting those diets out. And two, it might not be for your body type what mm-hmm. would work for you. So that's one thing. And then for me, I found the same thing. That's how I kind of got into, you know, first a vegetarian and now I'm a vegan. My dad has been vegetarian all my life. So oh, we kind of oh. went in and out for years. And then when I moved to the U.S., it was kind of one of those things where I felt like the meat wasn't, specifically the chicken, wasn't it wasn't reacting to my body. Yeah. So I cut out the chicken. Then I cut out everything else. And now, just being vegan, I find that I'm still balancing everything, but I'm not experiencing that yo-yo. Like, I'm gra- I'm gradually coming down that yeah. scale mm-hmm. minus, okay, I'm going to do a hard, you know, no carbs, no this, no that. Because... Yeah. That's not life. Yeah. No, it's not life at all. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, it's like, okay, well, we got to this point. Now what now? You yeah. know what I'm saying? You just yeah. kind of find that balance that works for you. You don't have to necessarily be vegan, even though I know Shaka <laughs> wants everybody to be vegan. <laughs> you don't have to be Listen, vegan, uh, but you find something that, no, that, that course, works yeah. for you. But then on top of that, you have to wonder, too, I think, what was it? What the hell? The documentary yeah. that came out. Even though I know it's not balanced, folks, so don't come after me. But you have to almost question, you know, who's pushing, you know, eating eggs all the time who's pushing all this other stuff so you know if you 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 don't necessarily need meat with every meal so you know I think if you're if you're really questioning what what works for you then you need to go to a professional to kind of if you don't have if you're not in tune with your body and you don't have the answers then go to a professional to find out what will work with you work for you and what what you're willing to kind of negotiate yeah 
Hey, to actually go like not against, but to the counterpart of veganism. Yeah, I heard the Joe Rogan podcast, which I listened to. Yeah, oh, he I had a carnivore, the carnivore diet. Did you see? Oh yeah, heard he always oh, my God. I was <laughs> like, are you kidding <laughs> me? Yeah. Meat only, and that's uh-huh. it. I, I, I was like, that Atkins. I refuse. No, not even. Not even. It's like just all meat. My friend's on this meat diet though. He's on my friend. Actually, last night told me, oh, I'm on this carnivorous diet. Oh my gosh, what's his farts smell like? We haven't had that discussion. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you experienced this. He's been on it for 23 days, so I don't see much of a difference. So please not watching. I don't see much of a difference. Uh-oh. And I, and it, to me, it's Man. just like probably not healthy for the arteries. Well, that's, that's my thing. I don't know. Thing. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, the I, sodium. I love meat. Yeah. I yeah. carnivore only. I, like, I need variety. Yeah. Variety is the life But this is my thing with the, with the whole gas issue. I found that when I became vegan, like I thought after you hit, like when you're an adult, yeah. it's just supposed to stink. Because you're just... Oh, no. You're just supposed to... Say, you're just... You're, that, that's just what it is. So much is built Right. So you're just, 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 okay. just, everybody does that. And then I found after that, I'm like, oh, like, that's not a that's not a thing because it's yeah. whatever whatever you're putting what you in eat. your body. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people... Are, when I say that, obviously, it's gross, I know. But okay. when I say that, it's like, wait a minute. Like, you should actually think about that. Like, why are you almost killing yourself yeah. through your gas? It's yeah. coming out of your body. Yeah. So what's, what's what, happening? What are you putting in? Yeah, yeah. what are you putting, what are you putting in? in? So that's, that's a, yeah. like, you know, people should definitely look at that. And people look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, no, no, it's really not supposed no, to stay. We, yeah, we've had, uh, we actually had an MD, Dr. Shamak, on here. And we talked about gut health because that's so important. Like, what happens down there is going to be indicative of your health. So you yeah. do have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't try to, if you're killing yourself, then you yeah. need to stop. Yeah, you need to stop and do put, something. Put, those, yeah. put, those, put that, those ribs down. But yeah, for me, for me, I think the biggest, the most important solution was this. It was eating to fuel and recover, especially yeah. in what I do. Yeah. Whether it's training for the film, training for whatever I'm doing, because I'm training every day, mm-hmm. or on the set <laughs> because I'm fighting sometimes twelve hours a day. Yeah. And the next day we got to do it over. Like the end fight in this last movie is, is seven days of fighting. So let me ask you: fasted cardio fan or no? Sorry. Fasted cardio fan or no? Uh, my cardio is kickboxing, yeah. so I do my cardio doing martial arts because okay. just intensity in the in the training. But I don't like running. I don't yeah. like uh, doing just just doing cardio like for an hour at yeah. a time. Oh, I, he's an so, athlete. So, so, so Kills my brain. I can't attempt, do it. I can't handle it. You don't attempt to do it fasted though, do you? To do like the, your kickbox, like when you know you can do cardio for kickboxing, do you try to do it fasted? As oh no to no no! Oh, yeah. cardio fast! No no! Yeah. I never no no! He's I'm an not athlete. a fan of fasting, well, yeah, man. Well, yeah, I can't handle it. I, I told people like it, it, I have no energy to do the cardio if I haven't no. eaten. Well, that's that's more of a that's more yeah. of a fitness that's yeah. more of a fitness yeah. thing. I think it, what because I was reading like art, an article about you and your training. Yeah, like yeah. you you train like an athlete. Yeah. I don't I do. know I don't know any athletes who do fast fasted cardio. Yeah, no. so yeah. I mean and and that and that's another thing too with you know workouts. It's just kind of like yeah, you can do you could do the fasted cardio that that whatever you're trying to do but if you were honestly put in the work and almost put in like what an athlete even do half an hour of what an athlete does have to push you to that then you know you don't need the fast the car no you need the the fuel in fact you won't be able to do it (laughs) dude i can see i got increased calories most of the time just because it's like it's too much you know it's no so for me it's that's the 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 balance i had to find is exactly that is how to fuel and how to recover faster Mm -hmm. because i gotta go again the next day and the next day so you're you're working like an athlete yeah so so how did your training change because you you did henry cable you did hugh jackman for x-men Apocalypse. Yeah, it was cool. So like you're having. I was Wolverine, man. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. And you're having to get in that shape, which is, I mean, and both bodies are different, so you yeah. have to get in different shape, and then you have to kind of decide what's your ideal physique. That's right. So how did you go from those changes, and what have you decided you want for yourself? Um, okay, so so Henry Cavill, like I told you, was yeah. was like it, I, when you double, 
you have to look at proportions. Yeah. So you look at the body type, you look at proportions, and my training was based on with Henry to increase the chest. He's got a huge chest and biceps. Those were yeah. the two distinct things, and he's got a, he had a narrower shoulders. Yeah. So I couldn't grow in my shoulders. I had bigger shoulders, so I had to really – my training was chest and arms a lot yeah. and then get really trimmed down to be as cut as he was. That, that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Hugh, Hugh's huge. Like he's thick, right? He's Is a he thick tall? dude. He's yeah, he's six foot one or six foot two. Oh, wow, he is tall. He's I a little taller than I. I thought am. he was short. Yeah, because a lot of actors no. are short. Yeah, 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 no, no, he's one of the tall guys. He's above six feet. So when they told me about Hugh and Plus, I I came in, I met the producers, and they looked at me like, oh, do you think you're going to be big enough? Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I was trim at the time, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah, okay. So again, with using the diet that I did, I told them I need three week prep. Like, yeah. I only had three weeks, so yeah. I said I got to go full time twice a day in the gym because um, I got to put on size for mm-hmm. this this one. And they're like, okay, no problem. You do that. And uh, it was all good. So what I did is I changed my nutrition, increased the calories and the types of macros I had mm-hmm. to increase size. Yeah. At the same time, I, had to, I was doing some cardio just because I had to increase muscle size but get leaner. Which is yeah. two things that are opposites yeah. that I have to do at the same time. But you were able to do it at the same time. I did. I keep I, telling people it's possible. Yeah. Really no, no, totally. Yeah. I, I increased. I went up 10 pounds. Yeah. And, and again, I don't take supplements. I take very little supplements. Yeah. I, once in a while, I take protein as a more of a meal replacement yeah. if I don't have time to eat. Yeah. Or I take, and I take glutamine. Yeah. Those are the two things I usually take. Um, but it was all real food. I just ate a lot more and the right things, and I balanced it out. But at, by that time, I kind of knew how my body reacted to certain foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three weeks later, I get back to set and like, holy shit. <laughs> like, what do you do? And I'm like, did you take steroids? Actually, yeah. that question came up a few times. Yeah. Do, you, do you take steroids? Yeah. And I'm like, not at all. No, not I just... Wahlberg's, uh homie hookup huh? Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> homie hookup allegedly yeah. <laughs> so you see when you double you, you're, you're, you literally have to look at the dude I yeah. watched Wolverine and I said I gotta look like Hugh so what are his, his body proportions and this is what I have to do yeah. now for myself if you look at the film I have to be able to move yeah. and I have to be athletic now, what I go for is more of a fighter's body. Mm-hmm. I, I would need to be lean. I, I want to be muscular for sure. Mm-hmm. And that, but I have that, you know, I'm pretty, I have a size already. The bigger I am, the less I can jump, the slower I am. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I want to be fast and dynamic. Yeah. So I got to find the balance between that and then be as lean as I can to have mo- as much energy, energy as possible. Yeah. So when you have a photo shoot, for example, and you've done this, and you go and you trim, 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 trim. You yeah. dehydrate and yeah, yeah. then you look amazing. <laughs> and I have a lot of guys that I know, they'll do that for a scene, dehydrate the whole thing. You look ripped and yeah. the lights are there and you got the oils and bang, you know? So you got to perform though. Yeah, I got to perform. I got to sustain it for eight weeks. Yeah. So you can't be that way for eight weeks. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I find the way to trim down to about, I'd say uh, probably anywhere between seven and eight percent body fat, mm-hmm. more or less. And then I just maintain it. Yeah. And with a good nutrition and just to have multi, as much energy as possible to do all these fight scenes. So during those three weeks, you're doing cardio as well? I did a, yeah, I would do uh, stairs. I do the, the Stairmaster for yeah. about 20, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And so some so that workout balance for Hugh Jackman was I had uh, heavy weights mm-hmm. to do on one workout, and then the other workout with either functional fitness mm-hmm. and cardio, a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Okay. So every day I would do that. And it was like functional was full body, full body fitness. Did you and, eat during the workouts? No. Oh, okay, cool. I, I, I ate during my workout. Why, why would you really? eat during? Because yeah. my workout would be longer than an hour, and I was trying to put on size uh, quick. Uh, and so like, I was just like doing a lot of cardio in the workout, but wanted to make sure the muscles were fueled. So I would just eat a bunch of cans of tuna in between the workout. And go oh, my the workout. God, man. That's, uh, that's <laughs> that delicious. sounds gross. Wow, right? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah, it <laughs> <was> terrible. <laughs> I couldn't do it, but that's... Uh, that's it worked, wow. though. It worked. It worked. It worked. Yeah. That's actually... I, I, 
You see, that I would probably try. Yeah. <laughs> so you've had kind of different body types throughout your career. Yeah. Is there a certain body type that your wife prefers? Uh, my my wife prefers now. Like, so she likes me like good size, but uh, just not too big. You know, yeah. she doesn't like too too big muscular. Mm-hmm. She likes athletic, the like the fighter body type thing. Mm-hmm. That's what she likes the best. So, and, yeah. And you swim as well um, to prepare I, for this. this I do. So the fight. swimming is, I, I, I'm a little ADD when it comes to training. I yeah. need to change it up all the time. Yeah. And I want to challenge my body to do different things because if not, you kind of, your body gets used to the training and you don't progress as much. Yeah. So what I do now, I do a mix of bodybuilding, powerlifting, uh, I swim, and then tons of martial arts. Nice. So different types of martial arts. But the swimming was interesting because it was after an ankle injury that we yeah. started doing it with my, my trainer. And it's to lower the impact, but then I could still be very, very intense. Mm-hmm. I could jump, I could run in the water, yeah. and obviously the swimming. And what we started doing is swimming underwater. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah the, with the breath that's, hold. That's yeah, how, that's that's how crazy. Crazy. yeah, that that was <laughs> cool. I did that as a kid for fun, but uh-huh. now what what it did, it made my uh, it. Uh, what do you call it? It's uh, the anaerobic capacity. Yeah, mm-hmm. it works that. So I'm able to to use oxygen more efficiently. efficiently. Yeah. And again, going back to the fight scenes, going back to in the last movie, we have a four minute oneer, which is cameras on you. You're mm-hmm. fighting 17 guys and for four minutes, and you don't stop. Jeez, man. So I have to be able to be at the, at my best the, the whole time with the hand eye coordination too. Yeah. That's the tough part. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, swimming yeah. is crazy. It's a it's a great it's workout. Amazing workout. It's an amazing workout. It, it changed. It's fun to change it up and I love water so for me I mean it was when he said oh let's introduce swimming I'm like oh man that's fun let's yeah. do it it's cool I don't know it's you know? fun but and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's you workout. live in LA the beach is right there I know oh no I'm not yeah I don't do the, don't do the beach no I'll do the pool I'll do the do pool the no the beach yeah, oh the man because the, the tide if you do the swimming so I remember like I, I'm an avid swimmer I, I almost got uh, I did lifeguard when I was in Toronto so I was a really great swimmer my mom took me to the islands and what you don't realize from swimming in a pool is the tide yeah so so I'm swimming, I'm swimming, I'm swimming, and I didn't realize that the tide's carrying me further and further out. Oh, and man. I must have been like eight. <laughs> oh. So like I like honestly realized and I like turned the other direction and just put my hand around, and I was like, okay, I'm not dying. And I literally <laughs> swam to the back. My mom never knew that. Like I literally Oh my yeah, god. Was, yeah, it was it was a close call. I would not be here. So like thankfully, you know, she put me in lessons, but yeah, I don't I don't, don't do it my oh, No, I don't do I don't do <laughs> See, it's interesting. Would say, I, I remember we were down south, and I, I wanted to try windsurfing. Yeah. I was all about that. I wanted to windsurf, and then the guy I, I, he showed me how. You know, our dude, and then I go out there, and I'm like, I'm going to try it. You know, so I'm trying to going up and falling, going up and falling. So focused on what I'm doing, and and trying to do it, and oh, I finally stayed up for oh, and I got it, and I went back down. And as I go down, I notice I'm not touching the ground anymore. I'm not touching the sand, and I look up. I am like so far <laughs> from the beach. I'm trapped. I don't know how to get back up and get the sail back up to yeah. try to swim. Yes. That was scary. That yeah. was like, I never even realized how much it was yeah, pulling it carry, out. Yeah, it carries you so far. You don't even realize it's not a good look. Crazy. Well, Stick to the pools, y'all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to get a little, get into the um, the movie itself and just, I guess, give a little backstory because, you know, we have people that don't even know or have heard of uh, the original Kickboxer yeah. um, with John claude Van Damme. So just give us a little backstory of the Kickboxer then how we get to Kickboxer. Okay, so, so I, as a kid, I, I saw, my friend showed me Bloodsport yeah. first. I thought that's the first Van Damme movie I saw. I see Bloodsport and I see Van Damme and this guy's kicking, he's doing the splits and he's athletic and he's got muscles and I'm like, I gotta be like that dude. Yeah. So right away I wanted to start martial arts. My parents enrolled me in, in jiu-jitsu, in Japanese jiu-jitsu. There was a club uh, right near our house. It was walking distance. That was great. 
So I start training in jiu-jitsu, and, uh, and then I, martial arts became my obsession, especially yeah. kicking and stretching and doing this. Plus, I remember I would watch cartoons, and for a half hour while I was watching, I was just forcing my stretch as much as I could. I would wow. do that every single day almost, you know, mm-hmm. until I got to the splits. So I was very obsessed. So, and Kickboxer happened to be my favorite Van Damme movie over the years. You know, it's, uh, I always liked, I liked Bloodsport, I liked Double Impact, Lionheart, and Universal Soldier, and, but... You're literally Kickboxer, going through his right? whole thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Kickboxer came out in 1989. You go, hard target, time I know, cop. I know, right? I know, we can keep on going. This is definitely a fan right, right here. I was a fan, man. <laughs> I love those movies, you know? So it's, uh, no, but Kickboxer, in a reason it was my favorite. I enjoyed the whole Thailand thing, but I loved Tung Po, the, the opponent, the villain. Uh, Dude, that villain is badass, you know? So it was really, really cool. I, I really enjoyed kickboxing. So I was training, and I always wanted to get into film. But in Ottawa, as you know, there's not much not going on. You know, it's not <laughs> Toronto. It's not not so I kept on training martial arts. And, and uh, through it, my, I have a friend of mine I used to do videos. And I, I did some stuff for him. And I, I would put fight scenes together. And, but what I started doing is stage shows. Our, uh, our instructor, John Terrian, he was uh, head of uh, this big federation, and they would put on a show every year, this big show sometimes in Canada, in the U.S., in Europe. So we would travel and do these uh, fight scenes on stage in front of thousands of people. And uh, it was my, my buddy, uh, Bobby. And me and Bobby would always try to choreograph on music and, and really try to push the envelope. So we would watch wrestling, WWE, yeah. and then we, we would take on moves and transform it into martial arts moves with throws and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we got to the top, and that's how I started performing. Wow. I, got a, I became a stage performer. Later on, uh, what that gave me, which was really cool, is the fact that when you're on stage, you get one shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You screw up, it's in front of everybody, and you don't get take two. <laughs> right. So that got me used to getting things in one take, yeah. which was interesting because later on, it helped a lot. So fast forward, um, my martial arts, I did, uh, I did jiu-jitsu. I did Brazilian jiu-jitsu when I was 18, kickboxing. And then I started doing a whole bunch of like uh, Filipino martial arts and karate and just to pick up elements of everything because I loved everything. Yeah. Um, one day, my friend from Montreal, JF, he, um, he calls me. He's like, they're about to do Immortals. He was a stuntman by that time. And he said, they're prepping Immortals. I need to introduce you to Jean Frenet, who's the fight coordinator. Mm-hmm. And there's a good opportunity possibly for you. So I go into Mon- I drive to Montreal with my buddy Dennis, and um, we he was also a stuntman from Ottawa. There's two stuntmen in Ottawa, by the way. There's myself and Dennis Lafont. <laughs> That's it. You know, <laughs> and then there's um, and Drake. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. So me and Dennis drive down, and Dennis had been in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Anyways, see, we, we train together, so we drive down together. We meet John, and he we warm up, and we go into this room with all the other stunt guys. And he said, "Okay, guys, sit down. Alain is going to show us what he's got." Mm-hmm. And I never, I never expected an audition. Yeah. But it's like, okay, what do you want me to do? And he says, oh, I just do anything. <laughs> what do you do? And somebody says, do anything. Mm-hmm. So finally, I'm like, I try to pull in, I pull out everything I know. So I go, run to the wall, do a backflip, a flip, oh, do a front flip. You, you probably got it right there. <laughs> right? Well, I don't know. So then I, I do all kinds of fight techniques. I grab a nunchuck and I spin, I grab a bow and I spin the bow. And then I grab my buddy Dennis and I'm like, Dennis, just stand there. I'm going to jump and scissor you on the head. And he's like, okay. So I jump and I head scissor him and whatever. <laughs> For three minutes, I pulled out any kind of trick that I knew how to do. Yeah. And finally, at the end, he said, okay, you can keep on training. And that was my end to start training. And while we were training, for those months, he would put all the fight concepts together for Immortals. And I played the hero because I was the same proportions as Henry. Yeah. So in all those concepts, the, fight, the stunt coordinator saw that. And he's like, oh, who's this guy? And John's like, he's new. He, you know, he's a skilled martial artist. And stunt coordinator says, can you do the job? And he's like, yeah, but he's not in the union. He's not a stunt performer mm-hmm. yet. And he's like, well, can he do the job? Yeah. And John's like, well, I think he could. Mm-hmm. And 
all of a sudden, they announce about two weeks later, he announced the whole core team. And then finally, at the end, I'm like, oh, my name wasn't there. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. I get to train it. Right. And he says to double Henry Cavill, L.A. Moussi. Wow. And that, how, that's how I got my first gig. And then I ended up doing the prep for eight weeks and then shooting for three months. And it was just the stunt boot camp. It was an incredible experience. And I got to learn all this kind of stuff. But I also was exposed to other stunt coordinators and stunt performers, yeah. which opened tons of doors for mm-hmm. me. And I started working because I did a good job. So, yeah. And then that opened the door to all my stunt work. Yeah. Now, in 2000, that was in 2010. 2011, I ended up working on this uh, martial arts show with Onset Stunts with Jean's team. And we put on a showcase, a live... Jean liked to do this. He liked to put on live showcases for directors because mm. what you see live is very impressive compared to what you see on a screen. Yeah. Because you, you hear the impacts and you see everything, like, happen in front of you. Like, oh, and, you and you think... You kind of assume there's, like, editing sometimes. Yeah, like, even that, yeah. that wall thing, I yeah. thought that they would, like, attach people, like, with hooks. Yeah. Now that you said you can do it, yeah, I like, mean... Yeah, maybe they actually do that Maybe I can't, I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, I'd love to do you it, You could though. try. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... But yeah, no, but that's exactly what it is. Because you see it's all done for real. Yeah. And it's very impressive. So we do this showcase for this producer. His name is Dimitri Lokothetis, and who happens to be the producer and director of Kickboxer Retaliation. Oh, nice. And I met Dimitri in 2011. So I had the opening fight and the closing fight in that, uh, that showcase. Mm-hmm. And it's like the opening fight was five minutes. Me and my buddy wow. Max, another big dude, he was 220 pounds at the time. And we're moving, we're kicking, we're falling, we're hitting each other. And, you know... Everything you can think of was in there. Yeah. And by the end of the showcase, Dimitri came to introduce himself. He talks to me for about five minutes, asked me about my background, where I come from, my training background. And that's it. He said, great job. I loved watching you work. And that was it. The next day, I got a call from casting saying, hey, Alain, uh, listen, d- the director Dimitri wants you to audition for the lead of his film. I'm like, what do you mean? Because I was already cast as a fighter in the film. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he says, the lead, he says he wants you to audition in three days. Oh, wow. So... And I am a total rookie actor. Like, I, I have done a few workshops and a few classes, like, at that time. Like, I know where I consider myself a rookie now. So mm-hmm. I am less than a rookie. And my friend was an actor, so I asked Jason. I said, listen, Jason, can you help me? He said, yes. So we, for three days, we work on it. Then I go in, I do the audition. The next day, I get a call saying, Dimitri wants to meet me for lunch. Yeah. So I go in, I meet Dimitri. He says, listen, what I want to do is relaunch the martial arts genre. Because it's gone. It doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore. So my goal is to relaunch because I'm a martial artist. And he is. He trained with Ed Parker at the time. Actually, he coached Elvis, Dimitri, interestingly wow. enough. Yeah, I swear. Yeah, he's, he's got That's an interesting amazing, story. But yeah. he's got a great martial arts background. And uh, he says, I want to relaunch the, relaunch the martial arts genre. And I want to do it with you. So how about we do a few pictures together? Nice. I'm like, well, how about we do? <laughs> yes, that sounds good to me. Me and you are thinking sign. the same thing. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, we're connected right now. It's great. So... I get in there. Three weeks in, show goes down. The investor had shady problems. Uh, funny enough, he was arrested by the FBI in his yacht years later. <laughs> so that's another story. It's crazy. So then, fast forward, he's, I, he told me during that shoot, though, he had kickboxer. Yeah. And I'm like, with me, right? And he's <laughs> like, right. of course, of course, with you, LA. That's, you know, that's what we're going to do. So we go two years later. I kept on doing stunt work. I was very successful. It was a great life. I, and I really loved doing stunt work. It was fun. So he calls me. He said, come to L.A. You need to audition for Kickboxer mm-hmm. with my partner. So I go in there with Max, and then we audition. We do this live showcase. And again, we had um, 
uh, Ted Field was there at the time we did The Last Samurai. So he's, I meet him. He's very soft-spoken and doesn't say much. So I'm like, oh, he's not impressed. <laughs> and that's all I can think of. So I got to really put it on. So yeah. we do this thing. And the last move is this thing where I go backwards into a, uh, I move backwards into a front flip and my foot goes up and kicks the guy under the chin. It's like, yeah. it's, it's different. It's in the movie. <laughs> it's cool. And I did it as I landed. Ted shot up and he was like, yeah, that's kickboxer. That's kickboxer. That's what we're doing right there. That's... <laughs> nice. and, and Dimitri, meanwhile, just kind of, yeah, that's, I knew that. Yes. <laughs> he, like, he knew. He was like, he planned this. So finally, uh, they had me do a screen test. It worked out. And then uh, about, what is it, nine months later, they announced Batista, GSP, and myself as the That's kickboxer. That's amazing. So for me, kickboxer... GSP too? Yeah, GSP is in Kickboxer what? Vengeance. Yeah, That's man. That's going to be good. It's awesome. Vengeance. So Vengeance comes out last year in 2016. Amazing experience. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm doing kickboxer. For me, it's going full circle. I can't believe that my first movie is Kickboxer. Because that's my movie. That's, and, that's, and that's that's I'm gonna say you call yourself a rookie actor, but this is what you've been studying mm-hmm. your entire life. This is what this, I want to do, this man. Is exactly. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's amazing. Plus, then all of a sudden we have Van Damme who's on the yeah. project, which was wow. an idea we discussed it way back when, but it, it wasn't done until we started shooting, and then the deal was done. So then Van Damme comes in, and that's the icing on the cake for me because you know this is now I'm on set, so I'll give you like. There's a moment on uh, if you see Vengeance, we have a fight in the rain, me and, and Jean Claude. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that was like almost like that passing of the torch moment. Mm-hmm. And we fight and fight. And I remember once it's in the rain, he throws me down. I slide. And, and they call cut. And as I, I'm getting up, I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, you cry? Were you like, oh, my God. Ah, yeah, I'm like, believe. you know, and we, we had more shots to do. But it's yeah. like, I, I don't know. There was a moment there where I'm like, look where I am. I'm on this set. And I'm starring in this movie. And Jean-Claude is in the movie? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> this is insane, you know? So I'm so grateful and, and just happy yeah. in that moment of happy, total bliss, total happiness. And then, you know, we got that done. That did really well. And then here we are in Kickboxer Retaliation. Yes. Second time around, the movie is now directed by Dimitri. It's written, produced, and directed by Dimitri, who's extremely passionate about it. And it shows because he wanted to make this a big movie. Mm-hmm. He wanted martial arts, this martial arts film, to not just be, you know, a martial arts film. Yeah. He wanted it to look like a big film and had beautiful cinematography and amazing action pieces that drive the story forward. And we're getting the so, reviews as a result of that. And then Forbes, great, thank you, great, Forbes. Yeah, great review from Forbes and IGN. Oh yeah, IGN, man, it's awesome. And then more are rolling in, and yeah. it's very positive. You know, it's a it's a even better movie than Vengeance. And it's just, it's impressing a lot of people. Yeah, it's, it's nice amazing. to see them, like, kind of break that mold. Because I felt like back in the day, they would make this really awesome movie. Mm-hmm. And they just made a couple of straight-to-DVD things just to, like, build off the name. But here they're actually giving honor to that to that genre of movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's Dimitri's mandate. That's what he wants, you know? So Kickboxer Retaliation, to me, is a huge achievement. You know, and obviously I came into the project with a lot more confidence now. I've done it a few times. It's... It's it's I, I knew who was Jean Claude and me. Like, we had great chemistry. I get to work with Mike Tyson, freaking awesome, oh, wow. amazing. You just yeah. came out with a new podcast podcast called Bite the Mic. Oh, oh man. so Mike, when you take a picture with him, he's very funny. Uh-huh. So he'll do like you'll say somebody takes a picture, you go. Oh my gosh! I pretend to bite your ear. He's so I mean, he's hilarious. Amazing. Hey, hey yeah. that's your thing. You gotta you gotta milk it, right? I, yeah. Listen, you got either you embrace it, yeah, or you get you know, somebody. Everybody else is gonna be on it. So then I work with Mike. I got hit by Mike. I got yeah. pounded in the chest by Mike. You see it in slow motion in the movie. 
I got clipped by my. Yeah, how do you how, how do you deal with that, especially when you're fighting like your idol? Like that first scene is a throwaway because you're sort of, sort of in awe that John Claude Van Damme is hitting you. You're like, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's, I don't know. It, it, yeah, it, it's funny. It's a funny feeling. Yeah. The first time you hit me, it was a funny feeling. Yeah, you're. So I'm like, oh. I got to give it back because yeah. I'm competitive that way. Yeah. Listen, I, I and I have fun, but you know whatever you dish out, you got to take. Yeah. So, it, but I'm it, it, that. What's that's what makes a scene work. Yeah. That dynamic. So for sure, we, me and him had a great, great time because we were working at the same level, which yeah. was awesome, you know. But obviously, you are in awe. The, and but but you know what? The first day, the first scene we shot was a dialogue scene, yeah. and we were there, and I saw, and honestly, I'm like. Dude, he's like a little nervous. And later we talked, me and John Clyde, and he said, obviously, first day, he said, yeah, it's first day, man, it's first day. And I'm like, this guy was just total action star, total pro, and he's awesome at it. And he looks great first day, no matter what. He looked amazing. And he still gets jitters. And I thought that was so cool. I was like, man, we're all human. Mm -hmm. And I just felt even better about myself on that day. I was like, this is cool. We're we're, We're both nervous. It's great, you know? No, just beautiful moments, and like I said, Mike, Mike, man, was was cool to work with, and I got to chat with him. It was awesome. And half Thor Bjornsson, yeah, um, the mountain. I got beat up oh, by him like wow. crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the end fight is with half Thor, and it's four hundred yeah. pounds and and six foot ten. Jeez, he tossed me like a five year old in the pool. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, he grabbed me by the throat and by the body, and he goes, Vroom, and I fly like twelve feet and hit the ground, and I'm like. He literally tossed me like I tossed my daughter. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy, you know, how strong that guy is. Super nice guy. We had a blast. And then Christopher Lambert. Oh, Chris wow. Lambert is, uh, is a gentleman. He's awesome. And he, I learned a lot from him um, just chatting and watching him work. Again, I try to absorb as much as I can mm-hmm. from everybody, all the pros I work with. I'm, so. I'm super excited for Kickboxer yeah. Retaliation. Where can, um, where can the public find us? Uh, it's going to be on iTunes. So January 26th, which is this Friday, available on iTunes um, and on uh, VOD. Okay. Uh, and some select theaters as well uh, around the U.S. Yeah. Awesome. So, but definitely go and download it right away. You can pre-order now, by the way. You can make the move, right? I wouldn't even wait. You can pre-order on iTunes now? Yeah, yeah okay, I wouldn't, great. Guys, yeah, I would not even it wait. Drops it in your oh, okay. Don't wait. I think you should pre-order the movie right now. <laughs> I think it's the right thing to do. I, you don't want to have that stress on the day, right? Friday's going to be a big day. You're going to have all kinds of things to think about. Pizza, beer, and Kickboxer will be done. You're ready for your night invite your friends at home and you watch the movie on iTunes <laughs> awesome. right yes is that and a good we'll, promo that's how I cut a promo that's how I cut a promo we're gonna have to cut it we'll have a fit club party <laughs> I know right <laughs> well, as you uh, should um, thank you so much for joining us this was an incredible interview cool man I had yeah. a blast thank you so much for your time and we gotta awesome. have you back in for the third installment absolutely sure. hey we're about to start it off it's gonna be out in 2019 awesome man thank right? you so much hey thank yeah. you <laughs> boom as always guys my name is Shaka Smith you can find me on Twitter Instagram and Snapchat at Shaka Strong uh, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad I am running the marathon to raise money for water pumps in Africa so if you wanna donate you can kinda go on the little byline it is all there for you guys and I'm Ale Moussi. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Ale Moussi, and then on, on uh, Facebook as Ale Moussi Official. And don't forget, get your pre-order of Kickboxer Retaliation. <laughs> See you guys next week. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. redefined.
Colombia. 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 Colombia.